previously on the lineage of Moonreach. Tomar and I got shot into Lewin's plane. She gave us very little information, but we did have to roll the bones, and we got some ruins. Pinwin got taken back to the gods and now has the voice of Ela, which seems like a really big responsibility. And Willem saw my mom, and it doesn't seem like they talked about all that much. When we finally met back up, Willem put this stone to his head and burst out into flames. Now he has a scroll. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hello, hello. Coming at you here from the internet. Sunny Los Angeles. Yes, but like (laughs) 6,000 miles east, or however many miles it is. 18,000 miles east. Probably say like 3,400. 3,400 miles east. Thank you from our cartographer, Billy. Uh, We are... (laughs) We are, uh, no, we're in the Midwest, and we are all on the internet recording this for you, because the hellscape has not lifted yet. So here we are in the middle of the the epidemic and pandemic, and uh, <laughs> still doing our thing this way. Why do you we keep, are. <laughs> why do you keep saying that to the audience? Quit reminding them. So they them, know how fucked we are. <laughs> quit reminding them how horrible life is. We are their escape right now. I feel like if I had an older brother... In the early 90s, he would have told me to go lick a fart. (laughs) Yeah. Right before my entire family forgot me at home while they went on vacation, and I had to defend it from burglars. You're such a A Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Buzz McAllister. I'm Tomas, and I play Marv. Toe Marv. Uh, you're I'm you're Lindsay, Lindsay, and I play Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> That's a name. Kevin. Kevin. Hi, I'm Kevin. And I'm Michaela, and I play the old pigeon lady. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, we're it's taking it to two. Two. Oh, yeah. All right. This is the height of luxury. Uh, but yeah, they actually play Willem, Tomar, Pinwin, and Gorble, and we are yes, respectively, in that order. Um, and yeah, so here we are. We're on episode 87. We did Ooh. it. Yeah, that's the perfect number. It is. Like, it's. The year of the rabbit. The, <laughs> the, the year of the rabbit. Year of the several rabbit. rabbit. Three of our birth uh, years. Yeah. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tonight's around. <laughs> this is a dumpster fire. Uh, around <laughs> dumpster campfire. Uh, tonight's around the campfire question is: What memory does your character want to forget the most? And this is a campfire question provided by one of our patrons, mm. Travocalypse. Thanks for the question. Let's uh, let's hear what their answers are. Um, let's go. Let's start today with Tomar. Memory I'd As like usual. to forget. Honestly, I think I would not forget any memory 
that I had had, and I knew Billy was going to do that because he fucking always answers like, oh, it's actually not that at all. <laughs> um, but I think each memory that Tomar, me, that I have accumulated throughout my journey has shaped the person that I am now, uh, bad and good, and it's giving me knowledge to use in the coming plight. So it's been very, it's been an up and down roller coaster, but I wouldn't change it for anything. Maybe. There's not like a time that you had like real, really bad diarrhea and you just like need to forget it. Well, that was a lesson learned because I learned not to drink the swill during the party and that I would just stick to Tomar's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's fair. Gorble, uh, if you could forget any memory, what would it be? Mine is a bit of a twofer. I would forget both times that Smoochie accidentally drove a hatchet into my back. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You... If it had just been the one time and I actually learned my lesson not to tackle people in combat, then I wouldn't care about forgetting it. But it happened twice. So I wish I could just wipe that from my memory. All right. Both of them or just the second one? Both of them. (laughs) All of my near-death experiences at the hands of my friend Smoochie. Um. Penwin, what is a memory that you wish that you could forget? I mean, there's the recent one where I had to, like, basically decide which towns were destroyed. That was pretty heavy. And then also, when I shot that little girl on the arm, that was kind of bad. It didn't feel good. So you want to forget those? Yes. Can we do that? (laughs) (laughs) Is this a real one? (laughs) Can we do it? Uh, unfortunately not. Oh. <laughs> and Pinwin's emo again. Yeah, the emo swoop. Just <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. But those are good good things that you might yeah, you might want to forget, you know, the but but you didn't you just hit her in the arm. Yeah. That, you know. She was a poor little girl just walking by you I You only destroyed two cities. <laughs> <laughs> I could have destroyed more. But still. But, you're but I was feeling pinwin. tired. <laughs> <laughs> I was sleepy from destroying two already. Three but I could like have a stretch. <laughs> Willem, what memory would you forget if you could? Uh, so even though I subscribe to the idea that all of your experiences and memories do make up who you currently are, and it's dangerous to maybe try and play around with that and change that because it would essentially be changing who you've become and the path that you're on now. My most naive answer, I think, would be the night that our village was taken over by Rothian soldiers and we had to watch all of our friends and fellow villagers get slaughtered. And remembering the the screams and the sounds from the village as we hid out in the cave that night. Hmm. That, uh, yeah. That uh, would be something uh, kind of difficult. Name? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, well, thank you. That was a that was a, a bit uh, bit deeper than I think. 
some, some people are willing to go. We no, all... we thought about it. We chose to keep that one. <laughs> I love the screams. <laughs> we always end on a happy note with these questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that happy note, uh, shall we get started with today's episode? Heck yes! All right, as we last left off, Willem had just pressed the stone to his head, was engulfed in painful agony and flames, and then when, uh, when it subsided, he was holding a scroll. Also, are you okay? Holy mackerel! (laughs) I don't know. Uh, what what do I have here? Oh, you got a little bit of fire on you still, and I pat his shoulder. <laughs> the smolders on his shoulder. His shoulders. I kind of falter because <laughs> he doesn't know the weight behind his banana hands. <laughs> yeah, and the the pain that was there. I think I described it last time, but in case I didn't, it was there, and it was extremely painful, but the moment the flames stopped and the scroll appeared, you can't even remember the pain. You just remember having experienced it. So there's no residual pain. Like wasabi. (laughs) (laughs) The wasabi flame. Does that normally happen when we, like, travel places or anything? That pain? Um, no. Not that you're aware of. Okay. Is the scroll like sealed or is it? Yes, it is a sealed scroll. It's got Willem's name on it. What kind of seal? And is there a, a seal? There is a seal. What is? What does the seal look like? So the seal is red. The scroll is actually pretty large. It's like a, it almost reminds you of one of those. In like a lot of like aristocratic homes, they'll have like a kind of to show off their lineage in a sense and how old their family is. They'll have like some of the original scrolls that their family or clan used to utilize back in the day before uh, bound books were a thing. And so it's like one of those ancient, big, huge scrolls that would, you know, essentially have volumes worth of text in them uh, before uh, books were invented. So this is a whole ass book. So it's a hefty scroll. Maybe it's a hefty scroll. Probably weighs maybe like eight pounds. Did you say what was on the seal? Um, there is a. Uh, it's a it. cool. It's a cool looking seal. It's a very mundane, unimportant looking seal. <laughs> nah, it's Willem, cool. Willem scratches <laughs> it away with his thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Well, I look at the other, the other guys. Do we bust this open now? Open Absolutely. It. All right. So um, all we saw, all we saw, all we heard was you putting that to your head, and now you have that in your hand. Yeah, that's uh, disconcerting, but definitely not the most alarming thing that's ever happened to us. Did anyone say For- anything to you? Did you hear anything? Did you see Mandorin? No. Hmm. I actually don't remember anything after I put the stone to my head. Well, let's open it up and see if that jogs your memory. All right. I uh, pull out a dagger and I kind of carefully lift the seal off the scroll. You scrape the words away. (laughs) Um, And it... it, I said you scrape the words away. (laughs) (laughs) I drop drop it in the water. Um, And I, yeah, unscroll it. So right away you can see there's tons and tons and tons of archaic text 
in there. A lot of these and thous, a lot of like old-fashioned misspellings of things. It's a, it seems extremely old, but it also uh, give me an Arcana check. Okay, so I, I can like read it though. It's not like Sanskrit. No, no. It, it, I mean, there's going to be a lot of words in there that don't necessarily make, make sense sure. right away, but you could probably discern. We the purple. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> you said Arcana, right? Correct. Cool. Uh, 27. 27. That you can tell right away uh, that this, despite its language, is a an old-fashioned spell. The whole thing? The whole thing. And you can remember right. learning that... Back in the day, before spells got more simplified, people's magic got stronger, this was the way that people had to make their spells. They were very, very long, very detailed, because they wanted to make sure that everything was taken care of so they didn't have a monkey paw situation with their spell. So, so it's a very the, ancient spell. This and is if like they a wanted 1960s to IBM computer <laughs> yeah. as opposed to like a, a motherboard that's in our iPhones right now. And if they wanted yes. to sabotage the spell, they would just put a question mark. <laughs> Literally in anywhere, yeah. yeah. All right, just mess that coding up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the very top, though, you notice that it says the final memory. Ooh. And you can discern that that's the name of the spell. Oh. Oh, damn. Oh. Damn. So... Willem, I know you have some magical ability. This looks like a really complex spell. Are you able to cast something like this? It's a really rude question to ask. Well, I'm a rude boy. Yeah, you are. But that's, what that's why we love you, too. But practically speaking, can you do this, you miserable failure? <laughs> <laughs> well, what does the spell even do? Uh, Judging from what I can glean from this... It, instead of like we've done previously with just accessing the memory, we have to cast this spell. And I think this is the last, well, as it states, the last memory from Mandorin, or possibly a collective memory from all of our parents. Hopefully it's important because it seems like it's locked up in something more complex than normal. You can tell that... This might take some time to go all the way through. It's a it's a big scroll, and it 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 probably contains at least like a volume of information. So it's you can tell looking at it, it's not going to be something that you can do right away. So are we still on the moonlight plane? You are. You're in that uh, vague, like dark area with the darkened sky and like black stone that you're standing on. And no one's interacting with us. No. But you guys do see a shape off in the distance that seems to be looking around, and it's Miraluk. He seems to have been... He was transported with you, but he hasn't been with you guys the last little bit until now. Did we ever correct his memory as to... Uh, no, no. So he's guys, like wandering around so all flashy thingy without the flashy thingy? I mean, you know, he, he... You guys modified it, but you never... Um, like, you didn't, exp like, expound upon it or anything like that. There wasn't much time. So he kind of forgot what was going on and just kind of was along for the ride for the most part for the last hour or so that you guys have spent here. Cool. Can we use magic here? Did anyone use magic before here in a previous episode? I, I don't I believe point, so. 
I point about 10 to 15 feet away from yeah. us and try to cast Create Bonfire. You create Bonfire. We tried it. Woo! Did we? And I had Telepathic Bond going. Oh, that's true. Yep. Do I wonder if he's able to leave here or if he even knows where he is. Because pre- presumably we could just leave him here <laughs> to his mm. own devices and that's then kinda mean. not worry about it. Are we that bad? Is that yeah, it bad? Seems, yeah. hey, look at him. He's I having mean, fun. He's playing over true. there. Hopping there's around. A, there's a <laughs> shudder in the ground. And Willem, you, are, you recall that uh, Zara had said that this little pocket was created by her after, uh, as a way of communicating, but that it wouldn't last long. So everything I, starts kind of shuddering. I don't think this plane was, or this particular space was made to last. So what? we should probably figure out how to get out of here what happens if sooner we just, rather than later. What happens if we just leave without him? Will he die? Oh, I highly doubt that. I, without knowing exactly what all powers an Archfey has at their disposal or what exactly does or does not destroy them, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. He'll probably end up being fine, but if he knows and remembers that we put him in that position, Mm -hmm. it probably won't bode well for us later down the line. Right. I say for now, let's just carry on with this uneasy armistice that we have with him. And the ground starts shaking again. And then suddenly you guys can see all around you. It's almost as if chips of paint are coming off and it's... I shout to Mira Luck to come to us. Uh, uh, Alright. And he comes sauntering over. You, you guys were gone for quite some time. I just enjoying the scenery and didn't really know what was going on. We weren't gone that long, but we're going to leave now. Everybody get in a circle. <coughs> and How as you guys start gathering, everything starts to dissipate again, and you guys suddenly find yourself standing right by the well where you left. However, no one's there this time. But it's changed a little bit. It looks as though some sort of battle took place here. You can see that the room has been damaged, and it looks closer to how it looked in the present day. A lot of cleaves cut into the wall, and it looks like there's a low-hanging amount of smoke, as if somebody cast a spell or something. And you can also see, just beyond the the kind of swell, where it kind of goes out into the the hallway to reach here, the passageway, I guess, uh, there seems to be a hole in the wall. A hole that we remember there being? Yeah. But it wasn't there just a few moments ago when you were first here. Oh, is it the hole in the wall where everyone hopped down to fight the big monster? It is not. I don't remember what Mm. hole you're talking about then. Can Um, we discern that maybe we're back in our present time rather than back when yeah i will say meet our parents i will say with your passive perception you guys can still smell 
like uh, the scent of your parents there. It actually doesn't seem like they've been gone all that long. You could probably discern you're still back in the past. All right, Maybe we need just to... Just slightly later than... So, before that shit just happened and fell away, I was going to say, how do you mean to get back? Because I can take us back... Well, I mean, without a rest, I can't take us fully back to another plane, but we're in this plane now. Um, but other than that, I can't take us through time. I can take us back to Wolves Rest, but Wolves Rest will be a lot different if I take us back now, if it's still the past. Hmm. I wonder if that even work. Because I designated that Wolves Rest as a sanctuary, the temple there. Wow, that's weird. Wait. So we have a means of going through time three times. Gorbel's necklace. Wait, do you know about that? Yes. Did Willem describe it? Okay. I identified it in the it's last oh, episode. Oh, yes. Yes, Vague thank you. Vague detail. Yep. Well, I mean, as much detail as possible is what I know about it. And that you're the one that needs to use it. And that the magic type is question mark. <laughs> um, well, I mean, we could try and grab... Oh, shit. We could get Herstag's ring before Herstag even got the ring. Right. right. It's at the bottom of Roundfoot Town. I and was going to say, yeah, on the off chance that it was destroyed in his funeral pyre, oh. uh, yeah, we could try and find it before he even I, got it. I wonder how in-depth, Seth, you've gone into the rules of time travel in this universe, and if it's like uh, Back to the Future rules, or if it's <laughs> like Avengers Endgame. Like, can we... Can we go to Roundfoot Town, get the ring, warn the gnomes about the coming threat in however many years, and then convince them to like either reinforce their home and prevent it altogether, or... Instead of Back to the Future, it's Butterfly Effect, so we do that, but then Lewin ends up becoming a prostitute instead of a god. <laughs> <laughs> We're literally in a time right now before Calcifer became Calcifer, before any yeah. of any of those places were destroyed. Yeah. We're kind of doing what Aro was kind of doing, but we could do it in a good way and fix shit before it gets wrong. But how long do we have here? They didn't say. I thought and it was they three hours. Did they? They said, yeah, they said a three few hours. hours. A few hours, yeah. Um, not to throw a wrench in the works, but it could be argued that Aro thought that he was doing the right thing, doing what he did, because we essentially destroyed his village, and so he got all timey-wimey Didn't he basically travel. say he was doing it out of spite, though? Like, he wasn't trying to stop his home from right. being destroyed. Yeah, it, like, it was more you. of a vengeance thing, yeah. but at the same time, I mean, it, it's potato-potato. Um, well, if we're on a time crunch right now, what can we do in the surrounding area? We know that uh, the Midland Wilds are close. We know that uh, our home is close. Uh I don't remember if Willem told us that we needed to go back to Gorbel's mom's house to investigate further for the stuff in her wall. 
But uh, wouldn't those be there too, the thing we need from there? But we need the ring to open the uh, thing in the floor. Is the thing in the floor removable? Or is uh, it- no, I think it's part of the, it's like part of the foundation of the home. Is that true? Yeah, it's it's definitely like something that's a part of it. It's that's the the when you guys examined it, it looked like it wasn't something you could just like cut out of there. Are we positive that the ring is in Roundfoot Town in this time? I mean, we're in the same material plane that we were in. It's just earlier. Yeah, but do we know that the ring has always been there, I think is what right. she's saying. Like, do how do we know that it's there right now and not somewhere else and later gets put in Roundfoot Town before we get it? I don't know. The way Herstag described the experience with Mandoran in that cave made it seem like it was there for a long time, but I don't know. Because it was it's like un- it was underwater and stuff. Like, you had to swim to get it. Hmm. But it's worth a shot. But I mean, we can't get to Roundfoot Town in three hours. We just exactly. Can't. I don't know if it would be there if it were my mom's ring. Hang we on, just, I might have a way. For now, we just, other than whatever Willem is thinking about right now, we just have to hope that it's still there in our current time. So, Seth. Yes. The Mask of Anchoring. Yes. Am I, is it just for me? Or can I bring others with me? You can me bring when others. I use it? You have to be touching them. Okay. Uh, so I, I take out the mask that I took from the master. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can use this to instantly teleport to Roundfoot Town. Ooh. Can we get back? Uh, we can use this twice if we're traveling on the same plane. So we could technically plot a course to somewhere else that we think might be of interest. <clears throat> but you already used it to send someone to a different plane. What? When? Oh, right. You used it on Gorbel's Zara. mom. Oh, yeah. But we can use it to go a one-way trip to Roundfoot Town. Um, yeah, and, and I can get us just back. Get- after the timey-wimey bullshit is done, I can get us back to Wolves Rest. No problem. Um, okay. But <clears throat> one other thing. I have a feeling, a very mild feeling. I don't know how close it is or not. I'm wondering if Calcifer might not be one of the runes we need to get. It's possible. What do you guys think about kidnapping? <laughs> Hmm. I mean, would we... Have we done that before? Would we kidnap <laughs> Lars or... We would kidnap Lars, who would be a so, baby. <laughs> but then when we traveled Ooh. in time, would he be an adult? No. I don't know. That's a good question, Gorbel. I don't know anything about time travel. I can't say for sure. Because my concern is if he was wearing his baby clothes and we kidnapped him then, would he <laughs> even have clothes when we got back? <laughs> I'm concerned that that's your top concern right now <laughs> out of all of the concerns that could be happening. To have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, thought, I thought we could, 
I thought this is kind of an open forum here to voice our, our there's, fears. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things here that we can lightly discuss, and this is a safe space. Um, <laughs> I want to preface that completely. We can, and I don't. I'm bringing it up as a father. Um, if he's not a rune, hang tight. <laughs> We're. You're not, not going to suggest rune, what I think you're suggesting, are you? I mean, we've had bigger problems before. We know what kind of problem he is in the future. You're not going to say kill what if baby. we just? This is a moral dilemma. You're not telling Wait, us What to if kill we him. just... No. And, uh... Well, no. Hold on. Because I think that might open a different can of worms. I feel like... Is this how we became evil? Is this how we became evil? In the other, uh... Uh, realities. Well, Calcifer isn't even his name. What if if Lars doesn't take that space, what if it's someone else that we don't know right? who fills in that role none of and us, becomes that? None of us are experts on time travel or anything. Like, I'm of the mind, maybe it would just stop it altogether, but it also I might cause something bad to happen in some other way. And I mean, there I, is the bad that is killing a baby. <laughs> well, the, I mean, that's really not my chief concern. I'm also your alarming. chief concern is him being naked when we <laughs> travel. That's, that's one of them. My concern <laughs> with killing him, though, is that we would have to face basically the same enemy with a different backstory. What if we just took him? Took I'm, the baby I Bridget. support that. Yeah. What, then we, we could see what can we enact a sort of n- nature versus nurture experiment. Hold on, what would where would that leave? Um, what's her name? Myra. Where would that leave Myra? Myra. Oh, yeah. Myra what if Greencross? what if she never interacted with or became got into cahoots with? I think Calcifer. she's a follower. This is a Calcifer. big mindfuck. No, I just mean like in general, like she always was. Oh yeah, that's just kind of her. Yeah, she's just <laughs> oh, looking shit, for I'm something sorry. to barnacle latch onto. Onto. If she yeah. if she weren't like being led by somebody, then she wouldn't right. do anything. It was Lars. But if if she doesn't have that option, what if she latched onto something more constructive? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like it was it was like less pottery evil. class. Or we, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Chess. <laughs> we know that learns it, how to build bridges. She becomes an architect. <laughs> That she saves the universe. Uh, yeah, we we know that Lars is the one that followed us to the cave and stayed with us with Father. We know that much is true. And then sometime after that, he got in his head that oh, I'm gonna be the hobgoblin uh, uh, land bringer back or destroyer person, and shit got messed up there. Um, but now that you mentioned the. The problem with killing him is also the problem with displacing him, because if we take him to another time as a baby, that's effectively it's essentially killing, him killing him in, in this, this timeline, timeline too. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing could happen with what you just said. Um, it's true. Either way, it's an absence of that existence. But us being in this time is an opportunity in some way. There's something here that we can do while we're here. And we need to do what that is. What Somewhere a cosmic alarm clock starts ringing and we all get zapped back to the Yeah, we wasted day. all of our three hours <laughs> just deliberating on where to We're go. We're just like, oh, no! What do we Suck know about balls. 
<laughs> Lars and his family and like his parents and upbringing. So you knew that Lars, growing up, um, he didn't have parents. He, Ooh, what happened to them? They don't know. Um, he <gasps> was he arrived as a uh, as a little boy when you guys were all very small. But he oh, was damn raised. It. He was raised by Glee, the uh, the uh, mayor. The show. Damn it. <laughs> so he's not even there. One it would be babies. unlikely at this point that he would oh. even be there. And we have no idea where he came from? You have no idea. He was he was abandoned to the uh, to the village maybe not long after <laughs> the time period that you guys are now. You just so made us his... waste so much time because we would have known that he wasn't there then. Did <laughs> you... Hmm. You little screen okay. man. <laughs> <laughs> you little screen man. Do we know if I'm it was his family who brought him you. there, or did Glee go and go and retrieve him? Was there any link between them? So Violet Wilkins was the one who brought him. She was the one going out all the time, and it became kind of a running joke. They kept calling her Orc Mother because she kept occasionally leaving the village and coming back with a child. She came back with Beldan. Um, her and her husband, Horace, came back with Beldan. And then later on, a little, uh, maybe a little, about a year later, she came back with Smoozog after she encountered Smoozog's mother, original mother, dying in a ravine after they had escaped from the clan. Hmm. The uh, the barbarian clan, if you'll recall. No, that was, some people. Don't some people that was something Willem cards. wasn't there. <laughs> some people collect orphans, orphans. So, but yeah, Violet Wilkins came back with Lars, and Glee offered to raise him because he didn't have a child of his own, and his wife had recently passed, and he and Violet already had two adopted sons that she was taking care of and didn't think that she, she could take on a third. What about... Okay. Mm, what about Where? Deepminster? We could probably translate the spell at the Tower of Wisdom. Is it safe to go there right now? They wouldn't know who the hell we are there. Mm. We would be completely complete strangers to them. I don't... Except for Mandorin, who would be alive there right now. And wait, he'd be. No, no he's in. <laughs> he was he's just here. here. <laughs> so, no, um, I don't know who is there right now. Wouldn't. Is the master there right now? Did you tell us about that, Willem? Um, I hinted, uh, yeah. I oh, hinted yeah. at it. Yeah, I, the, I, I mentioned that yeah. uh, the master uh, was there and he kind of manipulated Zara into doing. And he some was going by Oceanbinder. For Ocean some reason, Binder, I, yep. I feel Are like they still there? Did she, sorry, sorry. I feel like an Archfey would have More of a, a running feeling gun. that, like, we, something was off here. Yeah, yeah. Probably not staying in he one could, like, spot for too long. could, like, smell it on us or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Seth. Uh, yes. When I, when Zara told me about all of that, did she, I don't remember if she mentioned, like, if they... All dispersed from there, or did she make it? Did she possibly insinuate that the master was still at the Tower of Wisdom? No, they. Uh, she said that um, he tried to kill 
her cog and uh, Delane and Oceanbinder. And cog, and then cog banished him to the Starlight yeah, Plane. Yeah, because gotcha. one of okay. cog's gotcha. abilities that he learned was to rebound spells. Gotcha. And okay. so he got sent into somewhere else. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, gotcha. Never mind. Disregard. Um, we could. I mean, we still could go there because Mandorin did tell me that he had like his own uh, <laughs> home, his own domicile there. The tower there, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I believe at this point he probably would have had that established, so there may be something there. Didn't he tell you in a previous memory to go there anyway? Yes. Like, so we should go there for sure, and now would be the best time when no one knows who we are. But another thing I was thinking, and time is just so crazy when you get into the weeds with it. Can we tell someone from now to tell us later not to burn Herstag's ring, to take it off before his funeral ceremony? Do a Bill and Ted? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, could we oh, tell? That'd be sweet. Could we tell Leithandria to send us a message when Herstag dies to not burn the ring and then we'll just have the ring for sure will that message go through or would we remember any of this I mean we'll we'll, we're coming back well I mean where we come when we come back is up to Gorble we could come back before we burn the ring completely but then we don't want to waste the other two time travel things so we, we want to make yeah, sure I'm we, saying when we get snapped back into real time would we be able to like almost plant a memory seed in ourselves but in that, that lasted and changed time <laughs> I am f- I'm, I'm sorry no, 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 that no, no, sounds no. way too up. that sounds way too crazy and zany um what hmm. we're saying is we would be altering somebody else's path in the timeline between where we are now and when we get sucked back to the present in that by the time it got to the point where we had Herstag's funeral, somebody would have intervened and said, hey, don't forget to take the ring off of Herstag, making it so that that became the new reality and that we would have it on our person. I think the safest bet might be to go to the Midland Wilds and maybe talk to Leithandria, maybe talk to Cog. Do we have the ability to talk to Leithandria? I mean, she has talked to us. I mean, we we all saw She talked to us, but we never... When Herstag communicated with her, like, yeah, he, Herstag he set communicated up a with her, but we've never opened that communication. Like, we don't have her number. She has our numbers. But we can She'll try. She'll text if she wants, but we can't text her. I mean, we can go there and try, but, like, Cog would still be there. Cog's wife is still there. Um, maybe baby Herstag is there. But we could, I mean, we could warn her Herstag's parents about what happens and maybe prevent them from getting, you know, what happened to them. Well, where? <laughs> we, also, <laughs> we also suspected that Leithandria might be one of the runes that we need to find. That's true. and Yeah. Okay. That's not far from here. Just wander into the woods and yell at trees. 
until they <laughs> well, start talking right. back to us. Well, we know this is well, all sounding disconcerting now too. <laughs> Leofondria is really obvious. Like, I know she's not I like do any other tree. Do all trees look the same to you, Willem? Tree <laughs> <laughs> oh, races. Oh <laughs> um, I believe it's tracist. I know we have limited <laughs> time. We we only can prioritize so many things. So, do we go to Midland Wilds and Deminster, or do we? Well, I mean, if we go, <sighs> so us going to the Midland <laughs> Wilds is trying to get the ring. Going to Gnome Town is trying to get the ring. Um. Deepminster is trying to do something else. So we only need to do one of the ring things, and we should decide which one that is, and then do the Deepminster thing, probably. Okay. Um, question. So I have the mask that can get us to one place. How are we getting to the other? Um, walking. Cause, well, I mean, I guess we can't go to the Gnome Town if we go to Deepminster, because we have to walk to Midland Wilds. Because that's right by here. Okay, so we'll book it to Midland, Midland Wilds and then teleport to Deepminster. Yes. Gotcha. Can we okay. do all hopefully we have enough hours? time. Yeah. Hopefully yeah, we have hopefully. enough time. Let's, let's, uh, let's go. We can fly to make it faster. That's true. I'll just run. <laughs> That's true. You run now faster than you could fly. So, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm gonna fly there. Uh, uh, someone can p- carry Pinwin. I can carry him. Uh, Willem, can you go fast somehow? Nope. Gorbel, I can go normal. Gorbel, can you carry Willem while you run? Like piggyback? I can be your backpack while you run. Uh. Or well, Pinwin. Pinwin can. Easier. F- Pinwin can fly. I can. Is that yes. in my spells? <laughs> I was wondering yes. that in my brain for a second. I'm like, nah. <laughs> it's funny because sometimes I wonder things in my tone. Remember, it was a big thing. You guys were you used um, it. Uh, that little pixie came out when we were gonna go to the Beldarag. Yeah, we made yeah. a big deal about it. I'm just imagining Pinwin in the Super Mario Three like raccoon suit. Tanuki, Tanuki Pinwin. Oh well, actually, I can fly. You can fly. I forgot all about that. Why have you been just <laughs> hitching rides this whole time, Benwin? <laughs> well, I, you snuggly little I, bug. Yeah, I'm <laughs> snuggly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. So are you gonna fly this time, or are you going to yeah, snuggle I this can, time? Yeah, I can. I can fly. If if it's easier, I can fly. All right, Willem. Do you want to like? We'll have to snuggle later. Do you want to stand on my back with your spider shoes or something? <laughs> sure. I just walk up. <laughs> just standing <laughs> perpendicular <laughs> to the uh, and then As I Magneto hovers across, uh, over the trees yeah I'll start oh, flying this is a weird group that we got here yep. <laughs> okay so you guys exit you make your way through the cave and you come out on the other side and you uh, are standing outside in the uh, in the evening and uh, you face the direction of the Midland Wilds and where you are very confident you can see the top of Leothondria's uh, canopy, essentially, off in the distance, about three miles away. What color leaves? Later, nerds. Uh, right now, because you are currently in fall, um, the leaves are everywhere, kind of like brown and red and, and orange and yellow. 
and the sky is so she she mimics <laughs> how other trees look. She doesn't. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's mm. disappointing, but okay. <laughs> I was I hoping she off. had like crazy leaves or something. Tree display uh, kit. Yeah, I'm gonna fly too and hope Pinwin okay. can catch up. So, Pinwin, you cast your spell. Mm-hmm. Tomar starts flying. Willem's on his back, and Gorbel starts running. So if anyone were to see this scene, they would see <laughs> a soaring, tiny halfling uh, with his cape f- and cloak fluttering, uh, a hat on his head as he just soars. You'd see a a dwarf in full armor <laughs> with magical wings, and on his back, <laughs> very relaxed, is a is a half uh, half elf who's just kind of you just chilling, and then far beneath them on the ground, you just see this sh- like <laughs> streak of light as <laughs> it's like Matthew McConaughey in uh, Tropic Thunder at the end, just <laughs> and then up in the sky, it's like Harry Potter riding the hippogriff and Prisoner of Azkaban <laughs> with Willem and me and Superman. Um, <laughs> for Penguin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you guys. Uh, I'm still imagining little Mario flying <laughs> behind us. Yeah, he grows a tail that's like spinning and stuff. <laughs> so you guys, it doesn't take you long. It takes you maybe mm, 25 minutes to reach the Midland Wilds. How long does it take me? Um, about the same. You're probably keeping pace with them, right? Or would you not be? No. All right, you get it. Like you get she's there like faster basically than dashing like the yeah. whole way. I just thought maybe you'd pull back so that you could be with your friends. But no, you would if you weren't, you then you would definitely get, get there. there before everybody. You actually get there before we finished having the conversation about <laughs> yeah, to yeah, the exactly. Midland Wilds. <laughs> I want to get there and try to initiate conversation because I'm worried that we're going to get snapped back. She can go 60 feet per second when she's just full dashing, which is crazy. That's uh, insane. Because every six seconds she can... Dash 360 feet, like we said. Yeah. Uh, so she's just hauling ass, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm using this shitty boon for <laughs> something useful. Yes. Okay. So, all right. While you guys are busy taking off, Gorbel is pretty much like getting, she's just dusting off and she gets to the Midland Wilds before you guys do. While you guys are still en route, uh, you blaze through the kind of some of the pathways and stuff like that that you remember from the way back from Leothondria. And eventually, as you're going, you hear a halt. Do you just keep going? Yep. A, <laughs> as you continue to go, a, yeah. a magical wall springs up in front of you. Give me a deck save. Just keep going. What are you doing? Uh, at a disadvantage. Disadvantage? You're going very fast. 17. Okay, so you, this magical wall springs up, and it's a it's a bit paced away from you, so you react instantly and <laughs> like slide to a stop and kind of bump up against this magical wall. It doesn't hurt you. It just seems like a barrier. What gives? From the trees... You hear, and a satyr steps out from the foliage. He's got like a long, shaggy face, goat like hooves, and like the whole bottom portion of his body is goat like. Uh, He's he's wearing (laughs) he's wearing like a uh, a vest um, to kind of cover up his 
his top Oops. section, <laughs> yeah, where his bare chest is. And, <laughs> He's uh, wearing a bra? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a vest. <laughs> it's not a brassiere, don't worry. Um, but And he, he steps out and he kind of, he looks you up and down. Why are you running through my forest like this? If I explain the entire story... Do it. Oh. Do you... Okay, I'm going to try to run through this very quickly. Um, I'm trying to see Leothondria. I think, well, maybe, I might know your name. You know my name. Possibly. Well, speak. Oh. Are you Cog? He kind of takes a step back. I am. Okay, then this will be easier to explain, maybe. Do you have a dwarf child yet? What? What are you talking about? Oh, um, do you know Leothondria? We're familiar. (laughs) Well, I am on a very important mission. My friends are bringing up the rear, um, and we think that perhaps Leothondria could be leading us in the right direction. How do you know that name? And he, he like starts to like slowly like walk closer to you. Um, he has one hand out, as if he's he's being cautious, but also you can kind of sense that he has some power that he might be prepared to use. Well, we're coming with the utmost respect for Leothondria. We we recognize her power. What do you want with her? We just want her guidance. Um, roll persuasion. Uh, 23. He seems to find what you're saying genuine, but he still seems a little concerned or confused. But you do notice that his hand kind of lowers. What sort of guidance? We need to know how to, how to proceed in the future. A lot of changes are going to happen around here. I, I can tell that the changes are coming. Are you a druid? No. How did, how did you learn this information? Do you, are you, do you, are you, is one of your companions a druid? Well, yes. Yes and no was. Might be a, a better a better way to put it, or will be. Man, this is really, this is really screwing with my mind. Um, so you, you've never met like a dwarf baby? I have not. <sighs> well, call me crazy, but you will. And he's pretty cool. Are you some sort of fortune teller? No, I'm from the future. <laughs> he he like seems like he's trying to wrap his mind around I that. I know, I know. It doesn't just because I knew your name didn't make it easier, did it? Give me a persuasion roll again. Are we there yet? I Thirty-four. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you guys are still flying. Um, you seem like you're on an urgent. Mission, so it is urgent. We really I'll don't have much time, but I would love it if you could help take me to her. 
Also, if that would make you feel more comfortable. I can do that. Follow Thank me. Thank you. And he starts <laughs> clopping off oh, away into the fast. trees. Yes, I'm, I'm very fast. I'm a satyr. What was that wall you did back there? It was a spell, a barrier spell. The only kind of spells I can do. That's pretty cool. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You guys reach the tree line of the Midland Wilds. Woo! What'd we miss? (laughs) (laughs) He says to no one. (laughs) Where's Gorble? Gorble? Back to you, Gorble. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) um, It doesn't take you long. You guys kind of tromp through. You actually pass through... um, that area, you'll recall, with all the stones that you had that battle um, with, um, like, some of the members of the army and uh, Burnus the Bloody. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very sacred, druidic area. He leads you through there, and you guys take a few twisting turns, and eventually, standing proud before you is the mighty bows of Leothondria. It... She looks healthy. She looks much the same as she did, you know, years from now. Getting a lot of sun. Yeah. And her canopy is stretched out in a very warm and welcoming kind of way. She's got Squirrels a banging trunk. <laughs> Squirrels and are like racing around and butterflies are floating around. It's a very peaceful little area. Almost like par- paradise like. Well, here she is. Now, Cog, I've never actually spoken with her. How do I do this? If she wishes to speak to you, you will be able to speak to her. Approach, place your hand on her trunk, and reach out with your mind. Okay, I step forward and I place my hand. Reach out and touch tree. Uh, it's. Do you say anything in your mind? Um. I say, hello, Leothondria. This is Gorble. You hear back. Uh, Gorble. Hello again. Ooh. Again? She's a time tree, though. <laughs> <laughs> Leothondria, do you. It's Dr. Manhattan tree. Do you remember? Do you know that that we've met in the future and now I'm back in the past? Time ceases to be where I am concerned. I am everywhere. Each of my roots is planted in a different timeline, in a different plane. I am, that is. Normally that would be so confusing, but right now that is so comforting. (laughs) <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Thank God. Trying to explain this to Cog, I was just tripping all over myself. So. Wow. Let's see. Where do you even begin? I sense that your time in this period is getting closer and closer to being over. You must speak with haste. All right. Okay, so we are trying to locate some runes right now. And you might be one of them. 
I am not one of the runes. <gasps> what? I am beyond runes. Oh wow, that's that's impressive. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. good though. We crossed her off. So that's also confusing. Yeah, we have nothing everything to is confusing. So you wait, you know about you know about her stag, right? I do. When does he come along? He will come along. I believe in less than a year. Oh wow. In the future from now, Herstag finds a ring. Yes. A ring with a I raven. Know. It is extremely important that when his life comes to an end, we are reminded not to burn this ring. It is of great importance to us now. You cannot change your knowledge in the past or of the future, but you may take steps to secure it yourself. If you do such a thing, you must not interact with any other version of yourself. It will be your undoing. Oh my god, that's good to know. Put a pin in that just for a second. You guys finally make your way through the Midland Wilds, and you guys see a satyr uh, at the edge of the clearing when you make your way to Leothandria, and he turns quickly and abruptly, who's there? And he throws up a big, like, barrier of magic in front of him. Yeah, Wilm, stay back. Get off my back, Wilm, get off. Um, <laughs> where, did you see a big blue lady come through here? Really you guys fast. can see Gorble with her hand on the trunk. After you say that, you look over and see her. <laughs> We're with her over there. He holds his hands up. You're her friends. We were wondering yeah. where you went, Gorble. Yeah, we're, we're her friends. And you actually can't hear anything that's going on right now. You're kind of locked in. So <laughs> he drops the barrier. Bodega! <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you past people are so easy to fool. <laughs> um, is there a baby dwarf around here? There's not. <laughs> Why do you keep asking me that? Okay, so Gorbel mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> sometime in the very near future, um, you're going to find a baby dwarf stuck in a tree. Uh, and you are going to be taking care of him. And it's very important that you take very good care of him and raise him well because he's going to do great things later in life. I find it hard to believe that I will find myself compelled to take care of a baby dwarf. Why wouldn't I just take the baby dwarf somewhere with other dwarves? Wouldn't that be more appropriate? Just do. That's what we thought. Just but do, do what I told you to. You. I don't owe you, you anything. You, you are you meant a very to. You are meant serious to, attitude adjustment. You are needed. meant to take care of this child, and you will. Roll for initiative. (laughs) (laughs) Tomar kills Cog. (laughs) And there's also, you also encountered the master at some point. I don't know if it's now or later. His nostrils flare. How do you know that name? Dude, we're from the future. We know know a lot of stuff. If you know the master, then you might be in league with him. And he throws up the barrier again. (laughs) You must leave. Stay away from me. So skittish. 
but we're not in cahoots with the master. Back I, to you, Gorble. I was just gonna <laughs> I was just gonna warn you about the master because he takes your body over and you become a husk person. So if you don't want to heed that warning, that's that's on your <laughs> head, buddy. Never mind. We'll just be waiting over here for Gorble. Uh you've been warned. That's it. You've been warned. You've been warned. This is my force. You've been warned. Fine. We're, we're Consider both of us warned. <laughs> but you slightly more so than me because we're, you're in my turf. Fine. <laughs> well, fine. No, I think, to- <laughs> I, I think Cog is more warned than Tomar. He g- glares at you, Willem. This is my forest. It's best. I didn't to, see your name on it. It's best to take it easy. It's right, it's right there. It's right there. I wrote it all over the place. It's best to take nah, it easy. I don't think that's writing. Shut up, Willem. <laughs> Maybe you can't read. This guy has the power. No, that's her. This guy <laughs> has the power to banish the master. We should probably not fuck with him too much because he's... The f- what are you talking about? You just spent the last five minutes doing so. <laughs> I was just trying to warn him about his future. But... Uh-huh. Uh huh. <clears throat> you weren't antagonizing him whatsoever. No. Is that what you're saying right now to me? No, no he was being difficult. <laughs> Roll for initiative. <laughs> Back to you, Gorble. <clears throat> I like the idea of there just being a scene of them two fighting and Pinman just like standing there waiting for the barrier. I'm done looking. I'm just like, what? 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 <laughs> Uh, penguins eating like dandelions or something. <laughs> Rolling in the grass. So, if we can't interact with ourselves, if we can't actually change the future, how how do we go about uh, how do we go about remembering the importance or realizing the importance of that ring? You know the importance now. This is a different timeline than yours. This is a different period in the past. So it does not matter what you know in the past, only what you know going forward. If you have a way of retrieving the ring, that would be what I would suggest. Okay, so when we get back, we're going to have to, we're, we're gonna have to go through Herstag's ashes. Unless you can find another option. I gulp. Your time is running short. Is there anything else that you require? So you're in... You're in the future, too. Yes. Do you know how this turns out for us? There are many different futures that this could possibly go down. My roots will wither in those that cease to be. I cannot say for certain, and I cannot guide you down a specific path. Damn it. Because that might change my own nature. Man. I can only be a guardian of these planes, of these times. I cannot affect these planes or these times. You're so cool. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for the, the insight and the advice. Um, when you do, when you do meet baby Herstag, is there any way you can like tell him hi? I will do so. From 
some kids down the road a little ways? It is done. <gasps> cool. How much time do we have left? Maybe an hour. Oh, wow, that's like way longer than I thought. I but thought... if you're going to do what you need to do, you're going to need some time. Do you need me to perceive anything in any plane, any time? Something oh. that I can tell you, perhaps the location of something, or Shit. it might need to be near my roots. Shit. Um, where's the ring right now? The ring right now, I do not see. So perhaps it is on someone's person. Hmm. The ashes of someone's person. Or a gnome that cleaned it up. Wasn't the ring on someone's finger in that pool? Ugh. No, it was just there. He reached out and grabbed it. But if you'll recall, that pool was nestled into the roots of Leothondria. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, obviously, it's not there in Gnome Town. Is it on my mom right now? I do not know. Shoot. Even okay. my powers are limited. I mean, don't sell yourself short. Yeah, You're come pretty on, time amazing. <laughs> so, okay. We also received a scroll. It looks very old. I would be careful with any old magic, as it can be volatile. Should we take it to somebody who can interpret it, up, interpret it for us? That is something I cannot advise whether to do or to not to do. That would be affecting too much. You'd have to seek out a financial advisor. I have <laughs> sensed to do so. <laughs> I guess I, I don't know where to go from here. We have such a limited time in the past. I mean, I'd love to spend the whole time talking to you. You're very interesting and very wise, but I feel like we need to take advantage of this. I know you can't tell me what to do. Can she tell us who the runes are? I'm not there. That's a good idea, though. But would you be able to... What do you know about runes? They are ancient in their creation. They have been in existence longer than the nation of Veldalin. Before Veldalin ever came down, he would have been a boy listening to his own grandfathers and grandmothers speak of the runes, and they, into, they too would have done the same for their grandfathers and grandmothers. It is ancient lore, and these runes correspond to different destinies. So, if we have to find them, it's like finding a destiny? It's finding a being that fate has chosen to represent that rune. Is that like up for interpretation? Or? You'll know if you pursue them, it will become knowledge to you. How do we even begin doing that? Think of the traits that the runes represent. And if you are aware of anyone with those traits, perhaps it will become more obvious. Well, we already know they're not us. They are not you. Mm. But you are not the only ones 
I mean, could I could I name some runes and then could you maybe maybe give me some <laughs> hints of of different different beings that seem similar, or is that is that asking too much? That may be asking too okay, much, I'm but sorry, I would say if I was of the bipedal humanoid variety, and this was my journey, I might ask people who know people if they could perhaps discern their meaning. Oh, that's just people. Oh my god. Also, maybe I I feel like I'm overstepping with every question, but that's in my nature. So <laughs> you probably know that about me already. I do. Thank you for being understanding. It is not as bad as you think that it is. Good, I've always been insecure about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there are some snakes in the grass around us, and I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult snakes. There are some bad people in our group, and we don't know who they are. We've got traitors. Perhaps a test? <gasps> Those that you can trust? those that you are unsure of, and those that are neutral. I'm sure the brilliance in your group can devise some sort of test to discern who is a loyal friend and who is an enemy, a snake in the grass, to use your words. Sorry about using that term. It does not bother me. I am not a snake. I am a tree. That's true. But now, if you said you tree in the grass, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, brother, that's just positivity. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I cannot give you more information than that, except for to find perhaps someone who knows people. Maybe they can give you some insight into who matches those runes. Okay. Man. It's a lot of food for thought. Are my friends ever going to catch up to me? They are behind you, and <laughs> you are disconnected from Leothondria. You guys watch Gorbel, like, like lean back from the tree. <gasps> Leothondria has left the chat. <laughs> she sure did. You okay? Holy shit. What happened? That was intense. It was for us, too. We were just like... Wondering what was happening. Cog looks over at you. Your friends are rude. That's He's got his barrier oh up. Oh my god. I didn't Cog, do anything. I'm sorry. That's just how they are. Which one did you talk to? The short one with yeah, the beard. Yeah, that's like the worst choice. You want to talk, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> talk to the short one with the curly hair. Yeah, why didn't he talk to me? Uh, well, they're, they're I don't good. really like my fur being ruffled like that, but he dissolves the barrier. Sorry, they really mean no harm. That's, that's alright. Did you learn what you needed to learn? Well, somewhat, in vague terms. Yeah, and yeah. He pulls out a pipe, a pipe you've seen before, and uh, looks like the pipe that Herstag would smoke, Aww. and he pops it into his mouth, and he takes a little tiny piece of flint and a little tiny piece of metal and, or no, he doesn't take the metal, but <laughs> he takes two pieces of flint and <laughs> starts. You give that to your son in the future. <laughs> he just scowls at you. <laughs> okay. 
I got a lot of information and not a lot of information, but here's what we talked about. There's not much we can change in the past without completely fucking up the future or destroying timelines. So I, I, I think we're, our hands are a little tied in that department. Somebody should have told Aro that. We, <laughs> yeah, it worked out really well for him. <laughs> so we can't, we can't like leave a message or have a reminder in the future to save the ring, but now we know the importance of the ring. So now we need to go and retrieve it from where we know it is in the future, which is with Hurstag's ashes. Is that the only place we know where it is? I asked if she could locate it now, and she couldn't. But if... What do you mean? How can she locate things in general? Well, she exists in many timelines and in many points in time. Like physically? Does she need to be, like, by things? But she detects things that are near her. Okay. So does she already know us? Yes. In this time? Yes. She knows everything. It's wild. So I didn't even have to do any backstory. (laughs) Yes. That's cool. That's what I was hoping. Um, (laughs) That's exactly what I was hoping. I was like, I was really freaked out. I didn't know if I was going to be able to talk to her and I didn't know how the heck I was going to explain this. She knows about her stag. She knows about everything. It's great. This guy, on the other hand, he has a lot to catch up on. (laughs) Yeah. Did you maybe tell her that she should let him uh, in on some of this? Because she's very much into like letting things play out the way they're supposed to, which I respect. Not surprising. Um, I asked her about the runes. She is not one of them. What? That seemed like she was gonna be. I know. Did, did she know about the runes? Yes, she does know about the runes. Does she and know who the runes are or she who they does coincide not. with? Uh, no, of course. She could not tell me that. But they're, as we know, very ancient, and they're going to be. It's going to be like a destiny that's assigned to to a being. So she kept saying that we need to speak with people who know people and it will lead us to but we to know those people rooms. yeah and <laughs> we don't know. I know and when she <laughs> said people who know people. people I was kind of like isn't that just people but <laughs> so I guess we that's jazz baby <laughs> I guess really we just need to start we just need to start talking ooh since she knows everything about the future and shit I also asked her about the traitors in our group ooh what'd she say Okay, nothing juicy, but she suggested something that I was not expecting. She thinks we should have a test of loyalty. Ooh. Which seems kind of sneaky, but I thought you guys would be into it. Like, what kind of test? Couldn't we just give Mm -hmm. them Durant snake venom and then... That sounds great. And then bad cop everybody? What if Durant is one of them? Didn't they say it's not Durant? I mean, he's got a building. Yeah, they said it wasn't Durant. Wait, did we know that? I thought I interpreted that as it could be them. No, they were saying unlikely, unlikely that it was Durant or Zyko. Okay, that's comfortable. But that's not no. Well, either way, he's got the big snake house in Wolzress that we could just get our own snake venom from. Would that be much of a test, or would that just be an interrogation? I mean, how complicated do we need okay. to make this? They they are forced to answer the truth. Are you a traitor? 
Yes or no? Move along to the next guy. What if they got yes. yes. to me? Yes or no? Move along to the next guy. Yes or no? What if they don't know they're traitors yet? People change. They're, and different they're sleeper cells. Then what's the point of the test? Because then you challenge their actual moral fiber. How do you test that? And moral fiber has nothing to do with it. Maybe they have other mean reasons for traitoring us. Hello, how's your moral fiber? Some would view us as usurpers <laughs> and uh, rebels, and we sow chaos everywhere we go. So they could have plenty of reason not to trust us, and that doesn't make them evil. True, I'm not saying anybody's evil, but maybe... Yeah, I've, Gorble, I don't your know plan if... is sounding more entrapment rather than test. <laughs> we, we'll well, just, yours is sounding like a sneaky interrogation. We'll just—it's not even sneaky. It's just—it's yeah, we're forcing you to be honest, and that's it. Um, <laughs> and it's the most surefire way to know if they're lying or not. So. You know, it would be kind of fun if we got some snake venom. And we interrogated the people, but we didn't tell them it was an interrogation. We just kind of gave them the oh, stuff. And then we, well, yeah, you can't We threw them. a party and we put it in the booth. And then yeah. we get killed at the banquet <laughs> by the traitor. <laughs> because they're like, you know what? Actually, I don't really like you guys that much. Yeah, we just walked right into our own betrayal. <laughs> That's exactly what the wolves of Moon But they were do. very honest about it. <laughs> I'm the traitor. Stab, stab, stab. We deserve this. We did this to ourselves. <laughs> and we but, should we we could easily interpret that a traitor could mean a group of people like somebody leading a group of people so there might be more than one people in cahoots um true also let's worry about the traitor in the future let's focus That's on exactly the, what I was going the to past because oh, guys what if it's a traitor Lathandria <laughs> is the traitor it's not her she's cool um, <laughs> she said the traitor. She checks out. No, We've got to be burning through our time, Everybody so we need. To yes, we have very limited time. I asked about the scroll also, and oh, she advised that it is some um, powerful shit and quite tricky, and it is a risk to be fucking with that shit. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> and it is a risk to be messing around with that. Maybe if Leothandria can't sense where the ring is, maybe your mom or Mandorin has it. True. Because Mandorin's the one that led her stag to the the pond that led to the ring. I believe it's on someone right now. It's not in the pond. And if anyone can read the scroll, you would think it'd be Mandorin, the guy who... Is dead. ...made the spell, maybe, or wrote it, or... But he's dead. He's not dead. He's right over in Moonreach right now. Oh, right, because we're back in time. Yeah. Um, but why would he be time? wearing my mother's ring? We don't know it's your mother's ring, do we? Is that even true? You guys, yeah, you essentially know that it is. That's Well, I can't remember if Willem said that, but Willem was told that. But all the Raven stuff is my mom's. Correct. Isn't that like her family deal? Mm. No, they, 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 he said it was symbolic of the Raven, the Raven Queen. Queen. But like we have the... But it definitely is indicative that she had something to do with it. The Raven Queen. Velka confirmed. <laughs> Either way, they're Sorry, both in Moonreach. So we can find well, both we... of them. 
We know that they were assaulted shortly after we left and that somebody came. <laughs> you guys and, were like, all right, well, they, they, they could handle this. Well, somebody came and saved them or they died or they got absconded with or something. But if we go back to Moonreach, we'll know for sure where they are. Okay. Uh, God, what do we do? And then we <laughs> we could go to Deepminster or something. Well, what are we going to do in Deepminster exactly? Well, we were going to visit... Uh, can um, I unshoot that girl but get another pair of sequin pants? We're too far back, Penwin. <laughs> I don't think she's even around yet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she was a child when we were adults, so. Dang. Um, but the pants? Well, <laughs> we'll fix your pants, buddy. From, from what I've gleaned, a spell like that is going to take a lot of effort and a long time. I don't know if we have the time to go through it once we find someone who can help us in Deepminster. Well, Willem said he needed to go there for something anyway. What's something? Well, if we're going to hinge the next location upon Willem thinks he needs to go there, then we can definitely go somewhere else. Well, what was the reason? Well, what were the you? Deal? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to pose a question to you and don't take offense to it. But right, anytime we don't have a lot of time. But anytime we've ever asked a question of anybody that's given us information, have they ever given us a straightforward answer and told us exactly what we needed to know? No. No. Okay. There's your answer. So you don't know. Exactly. Why didn't you just say that? <laughs> um, you don't know where in Deepminster you're intended to go? His tower. So he has a tower in Deepminster. Yep. You and you guys it? knew that uh, Mandorin, well, at least you were told this, probably about in real life almost two years ago now, but it was the, you guys actually examined it, and it was a tower that didn't look like it had any entrance to it in Deepminster because you originally went looking for Mandorin. We knew it was his tower? Yes, you were told uh, by Delane Oceanbinder that it was his tower. I mean, okay, so he's more than likely in Moonreach right now. He won't be in Deepminster, so he won't be able to help us open the door to the tower unless we talk to him first and maybe he can tell us how to open it. Probably. Maybe. And we're if we're I don't know. if we're limited he, on yeah. The memory that of him that told me about it. I don't want to say insinuated that I would just be granted access, but he definitely didn't leave me any instructions as like, okay, so you got to bop it, twist it, pull it, push <laughs> four, four, five, nine, or anything like that. He didn't give me the the. He code. did heavily imply that you would have access to it somehow. Right. Plus, I so, feel like if we went to talk to him first, he'd probably give us a not straight answer. <laughs> Well, right. no, we he would give us so, a not straight answer or be like, I don't know who you are. I can't trust you with information. Right. How do you know this? You're the master <laughs> shield. And, and then that'd be well, just an extra We already step. talked to him in this time and he knew who you were. Yeah. But we could just go to Deepminster and try it. Could I cast sending here? You can cast sending wherever. So then who are you sending could we to go him? to could we go to Deepminster and then I send a Mandorin and tell him he probably well, what's the point of being in Deepminster? I, I wanted to be clear that I'm not pulling for going to Deepminster. I mean, this point. it sounds important. We can get there eventually. Yeah, I mean, it's still going to be there when we get back 
in normal time. Yeah, as far as we Mandoran's know. Mandoran's not going to be there when we get back to normal yeah, as time. Far He's as here we, now. As far as we know, the tower is frozen in time. Like, yeah, it's still there. Um, so, yeah, I agree. We have this We have this ancient scroll, and, yeah, I agree that Mandoran would more than likely be the one to, you know, give this to, to help and, us out with it. And if we're low on time, we might only be able to go so far. Yeah. Um, I agree. Let's do it. Let's kick it. Did Miralok show up with us when we came back? Uh, he didn't. Weirdly, when everything kind of faded, you guys That's didn't not see good. him. That's not good. That is not good. What all did he see? <sighs> Well, he so doesn't we have the, the he doesn't past. have what he needed in the first place, though. We at least stopped him that way. That's true. One could probably surmise that when you are all forced to return, he probably would be as well. Hmm. Just somewhere else, physically. Well, whenever this, remember, as the moon god said, it's limited time that they could have you back in time. So his time was more limited than ours. No, it's the same amount. I'm confused. Like you guys are all as a group. Yeah. So when we run out of time, he runs out of time too. He might That'd have be the implication, right? But that doesn't explain where he is now. No, no, it doesn't. I just if it sets your mind at ease at all, which it probably it doesn't. doesn't. It does not <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> We're going to Moon. Go Reach. back to Moonreach to find Mandorin. Hopefully Slash they didn't Gorbel's all. Mom. Yeah. Hopefully A-S-A-P. they didn't all bodega through that hole or like get completely roasted by whatever happened in there. Boom, roasted. Okay. Was that where they all died? <laughs> all right. Are you guys ready to run slash fly? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right, see you there. <laughs> all right, you guys take off towards Moonreach. He actually goes too fast and she ends up in the Belderac. <laughs> <laughs> and it, uh, it takes you guys about... You guys are moving pretty fast, so a little bit less time. Uh, it takes you about 20 minutes to get back to Moonreach. Uh, we go to wherever hell, the hell Mandorin lived in Moonreach. So Harkin Blackheart lived just, t- I want to say, a few houses down from the stables. I want to go to there. Go? <laughs> All right, so you guys <laughs> well, actually, arrive. Now that you mentioned that it's by the stables, we don't want to go there. I so when horses. you guys arrive in town, you guys notice that everyone immediately starts looking at you very suspiciously. One of uh, one of the uh, few town guards walks up to you. Um, uh, excuse me, uh, you you uh, group of adventurers, uh, are you? Yep. We're stone we're, merchants. We're book salesmen. <laughs> <laughs> Learning. The books from, are made we of stone. Sell a lot of things. <laughs> we're, we're here to see st- yeah. stone stone books. They're more like tablets. Uh, uh, um. I'm sorry. We're very busy. We have some meetings I already arranged. Unless you want to buy some tablets. And I, I'm, I'm confused. You can get a whole set for less than thirty gold, which uh, is insane. You guys, uh, give me perception. I'm going to show him my seal from the Lapidary Guild and say I represent the Lapidary Guild and I'm here to see Gorm. I represent the Lollipop Guild. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's rolling perception, let me know what you get before we get to that part. 
That was my best percep. <laughs> 25. This is, this is not my best. That's a 16. Yeah, Pinwin, you don't have to roll. Okay. Actually, 17, because you made me proficient mm-hmm. in everything last time with that boon. So, 17. <laughs> you can mark that on your character sheet, too, by the way. So I did. It. Okay. I just I just forgot to mentally... Well, because of my reliable talent. I rolled yes. under a 10. Gotcha. Ah. Okay, so, actually, yes, the three of you... It's 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 kind of odd at first because of his manner, but you guys realize that you're staring at a younger version of who you referred to as Old Man Hadrian, the farmer <laughs> and owner of the Boar King. Uh-huh. Also the one whose chickens were missing. He's also he's very nosy for being Jennifer's just a farmer. Dad. He was always kind of nosy. <laughs> Is there some? Did he die during the siege? Uh, you never found out. God damn it! So is he like the fucking key to the universe or whatever? Because he's <laughs> the one who started the whole bullshit, and we never no. like considered the chicken man. <laughs> Can you find mm. my chickens? Oh my god! We have to save the world. <laughs> what, all do we, what all do we know about Chicken Man? Uh, old, miserable, always had a uh, a uh, like a outstanding feud with the other farmers in the area. Um, he, yeah, cantankerous, lived by himself, had a bunch of chickens and a bunch of boars, including King, the guy who, the boar that gave you the issues on your very first foray into this world. Is he comparable in age to Gillamichael? Walter Matthau. Gillamichael's like hundreds of years old. No. Okay. He's, he seems like maybe in his like later forties right now. Definitely doesn't seem like a farmer, though. He, hmm. you, but you show him the lapidary guild crest, and he, oh, uh, Gorm, Gorm, you say you, you've got a, a, a similar look to him. Are, are you, are you related? Are you his brother, sir? I'm appalled at your questioning. Are uh, you oh, saying that all dwarves look alike? I abs- absolutely am not. Um, Mm. Uh, no, sir, please uh, continue. I just have to make sure that the, the village is safe. We just had some of our, our members, uh, Gorm included, they, they were just a- attacked uh, outside the town, so I'm just trying to make sure everything's safe. You know, sometimes I wonder if I'm just not meant for this line of work, because I always tend to get my foot in my mouth. And, and uh, Anyway, uh, carry on, carry on. Just don't, uh, don't attack anybody, please. Where, where are they located? I would like to d- discuss future plans with him. Uh, I believe Gorm is uh, at his shop right n- now, if 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 I memory serves. Um, but I I I can't be sure. I know they're inside somewhere, some somewhere in here, except for Violet, who lives outside of town. I believe she she went back to her home. So um, they're all okay. Yeah, uh, it's it seemed like it. Yeah, yes. Well then, let's go. Uh, c- carry on. Thank you, sir. Yeah, y- you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I insist. Thank <laughs> you, sir. All right. So we walk away from Hadrian. Tomar. What? What if we get to your dad's house and my mom is there and they're like kissing? That'd be really weird. <laughs> I know. And does he like step on a stool or something? Like, you know, they did it. Ugh. Yeah. We're closer to siblings than we thought. Yeah. 
I hate it. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> okay, well, just be. I'm saying this because I want you to be prepared for what we could see. Well, just to be honest, I wasn't intending to actually go to Dad's shop. I was intending for us to go to Mandor, and I just wanted Hadrian off our backs. We don't know where all they've done it, Tomar. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to town in the horse's den. Yeah. Uh, yeah. On a horse. Yeah, yeah, Witcher style. All right, well, let's go to the stables. <laughs> all right, Equine so- copulation therapy. So you guys head to Harkin Blackhouts, Harkin Blackheart's house, um, and Willem. This is where you spent some time as a as a boy. Once, but it wasn't until after you found out that he was your father that you started to uh, to spend time here. And it was mostly like you're. Uh, eight or nine, you spent most of your childhood just with your mom, uh, not really knowing that Harkin Blackheart was your father. So this is, you know, it's it's familiar to you. It looks much the same as like when you used to visit it. It was always very neat and tidy. And now that you're thinking about it, it was weird because it was almost like nobody really lived there. You knew that he was a soldier that spent a lot of time away, but it always just seemed like too immaculate. And as you approach, you guys see it's just a simple-looking house. Um, you all remember it. Um, got it, like a, a burnished mahogany door on it. Kind of nice, but about the nicest thing about the outside of the about the outside of the house. I look expectantly at Willem. Well, don't suppose we'll be getting any formal invitations. Let's head in. Do you want to like lead the way? Yeah. After you, buddy. I uh, I do a little rappy rap on the door, and I wait a couple seconds, but then I just walk in. Okay. <laughs> and you guys all walk in. And you guys, I don't know, this might be the first time any of you had ever been in Harkin's house, except for Willem. Definitely for you, Pinwin. But it is. It's a very just immaculate home with bare, very little furniture, you know, there's a there's a couple of rugs. There's just like the bare essentials around, but it's a, it's, it has a few rooms in it, and it seems fairly empty at first. But as you look at the the staircase, you guys can see a shadow at the top. Harkin, is that you? It's not Harkin. And that's where we're gonna end for the night. What? Yeah. yeah, I didn't like. That. I hated that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm alone in my basement, and that made me shivers. <laughs> alone in uh, the Harkin. <laughs> uh, uh, that's the heart she Harkin. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Poop. I hate it. You've been throwing in a lot of spooky stuff. Sorry, I like the I love spooky it. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> love the spooks. Love the spooky spooks. <laughs> um. Yeah. So tell me why you guys deserve five points of boon. For dealing with Cog, putting up with Cog. Yeah, I'm trying to be nice and like. Uh, trying to be nice. <laughs> I was trying to be nice. I absolutely w- yes. What a yeah. What a skittish like superstitious satyr. I super was trying to be nice, and I was trying to have a fun little uh, 
a time moment thing, I and mean, then Seth pissed trying, all over it. <laughs> nice I wasn't trying to. I wasn't being unnice until he started being a douchebag. Yeah, I think you gave him like a five second window though, and then you were like, nope, 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 nope. I don't. I don't have. To, I don't have tolerance for douchebag. Like, Listen to my advice about what you're already gonna do. <laughs> I just wanted to do like a little nod to her stag, and that just calvined all over the Ford. Logo on that one. Yeah. So yeah, why do you guys deserve five points of boon? We moved fast. Sad. Being a we moved fast. We came up with a plan. Being a flying hoverboard for Willem. <laughs> yes, that. Not. We being got some answers from Lanthandria. Correct. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I should surf Tomar. <laughs> Or pinwheel. Yes. Then we got our yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can just shoot arrows from the sky. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that man. Would be rad. It's I like the silver f- server. I want you to fly around with Longbeard, just shoot <laughs> Throwing it. Yeah, throwing it while <laughs> you're throwing it arrows. around. And then I'm just like shooting arrows. Oh, this is going to be great. Yep. We have, it's like our fastball special. <laughs> 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 nice. Um, like okay. Uh, the, the, uh, that song. Five points of boon to you all. <gasps> Yay! And now it's time for tonight's MVPC. Um, air horn. Now for tonight's MVPC, please vote for the most valuable player character. That means Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. I'll give you a moment to decide who you want to vote for, and that person will get an extra five points of boon. All right. On the count of three, hold up the corresponding number of fingers to the person you would like to vote for. One, two, three, vote! All right. We've got three votes for Gorbel and one vote for Tomar. Gorbel, why'd you vote for Tomar? I like that he was given, like, a leg up on persuasion, and he's still fucking, (laughs) 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 like, still being abrasive to people. Um, And I I like the ease with which he lied when we got into town. Yep. I like a good liar. I'm not the traitor, though. (laughs) I don't, have, nice. I don't have it in me to decept enough to be a traitor. <laughs> I don't have the patience. Um, Willem, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Uh, she did a lot of the heavy lifting on expositional type things, uh, communicating with Leithandria, being the first to run into Cog and kind of sidestep that possible landmine. He seemed really... <laughs> what is really? it with druids? They're so touchy, man. They're so <laughs> skittish. No Live alone. And yeah. uh, Cog, Cog's not actually a druid, though. So no, he's just an asshole. Then <laughs> <laughs> you're not. You're not a druid, Cog. Her stag was extremely specific that Cog was not a druid. I thought he was kind of a nice dude. <laughs> but yeah, okay, very nice. Um, Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Um, what Pinwin said, basically, just like... You mean Willem? Pinwin, holy fuck. What Willem <laughs> said, basically... <laughs> um, I get the two confused. <laughs> They're the same. They basically. look basically the same. Pretty, act the same, same Boy. people. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, so, oh my God. Yeah, what Willem said, like, you asked a lot of really good questions, got a lot of good info. Um, now we know Leothondry is not a rune, but now I, I have no idea who's a rune. But I mean, now we know that we don't know. So that's good, <laughs> I think. <laughs> that's uh, that's a, like a nice philosophical construct there. Um, <laughs> Not knowing is half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> now we know a little bit more about what we, don't about how we know. don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's. Now we know that yeah, we don't know. Enough. We yeah. know more that we don't know. We yeah. don't know. M- you less. know what you don't know. I think you hit the nail on the head. You guys are outside of Dunning Kruger now. Um, Tomar, <laughs> why'd you vote for Gorbel? Basically, all the stuff that they said and. I appreciate how thorough she was in her questioning questioning with Leithandria. She almost asked as much questions as I would have asked. Um, but she almost, did almost, but she, not quite. She did a, she did a really good job at remembering the important things that we needed to cover. So um, also she's gonna say hi from us to child her stag. I thought you voted for me. <laughs> not yourself. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was a cute little touch. Even though, even though Leithandria said she can't like change the past or time or whatever, I, like I don't that. know that that would change anything. I like it's that not gonna change anything. Right. It's just a warm feeling. She said the kids from up the road. Well, like now we're getting into the weeds her. again with all of these rules and how much. Maybe that's the reason <laughs> he ever wanted to come out of the woods in the first place because those nice kids up the road. Aww. Anyway, that means tonight's MVPC is Gorble Ice Tower. Take your five points of boon and please buy us an air horn so we can actually stop going. Oh, you guys need an air horn? Hang on. No. Don't. We're all deaf. Then it's clipping. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And thanks to all of you listeners. Keep checking out our social media. If you like what you hear, give us a rating on uh, iTunes and uh, and keep that uh, bumped up for us. Check out our Patreon and see if any of those tiers adhere uh, to what you would like to see your content creators make. And we've got some bonus content on there now as of today, right? Yes. Tonight. Well, Tonight? Uh, as but of recording today. It, yeah. But oh, it's yeah. been as up there. As of recording. But yeah. Yeah. By, the by the time you, you hear this, episode, it'll definitely be up be there. It's going to be old, and you're going to be like, give us more stuff, idiots. Yeah. And then we'll have to because you'll be making those demands, and that's what you get to do as a patron. You get to make demands, and we sometimes listen to them, as many of them will let you know. And that's only one facet of the kind of bonus content we're trying to push forward. Um, yes. Like, we might be doing, like, one-shots and stuff. Uh, from other systems, uh, basically anything you guys want to see, you can let us know, but you have to be a patron to do that. So Yeah, and if you're in the highest tier, you get to do things like d- help design an NPC, and uh, you get to also, uh, you can contribute to campfire questions, and yeah, you can do all sorts of stuff. So check it out, let us know what you think, and uh, yeah, make us warlocks for this express purpose. Uh, but other than that, we'll see you guys next week. I am your host and DM Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. (sighs) Sayonara. Bye. Peace out. Bye.
You can't contain a stallion. <laughs> <laughs> the F stallion. Um, Wild stallions. Billy, I don't like That's how it. your cup uh, flares at the top. It's weird. It makes my lips feel weird. <laughs> and I'm not even <laughs> engaging with my lips. Yeah, the weird. We all hate your cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get it off the screen. I'm telling you like it is. Okay. Um, stop! <laughs> Ron, stop! <laughs> uh, it's so weird and lippy. It makes me want to do pottery. 